I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. This time we are beginning part two of the series 23 Stupid Things Parents Do to Mess Up Their Children's Lives. And here is stupid thing number five. Parents are saying, I can't wait for you to bring home some grandchildren. That's a stupid thing. Parents are saying. Now, this is this one is ridiculous, you might say. I mention this because I have actually heard parents say this to their infants in their arms or to the energetic toddlers running around the house. What in the world is that all about? Well, the little child might be asking, you know, what do you mean? I want you to bring me home some grandchildren. The danger of this statement being said to the dependent children is that it introduces a subject that the child is not equipped physically, emotionally, or intellectually to understand. Another point is that the parent or significant other making the statement is thinking of the little one as a progenitor or sex provider before he or she is matured, well-adjusted, individual. The subtle message is, if you can make babies, then you are okay. There's much, much more to life than making babies, dear parents. This is one stupid thing that will truly distort the minds of our young people today. Now, here is stupid thing number six. Going to sleep before your children go to bed. What's that stupid thing? Let me say it again. Going to sleep before your own children go to bed. Now, this is the principle I have lived by, and that it is to never go to sleep at night before my children go to sleep. This is a big stupid thing parents do to mess up their children's lives, especially if it is done with preteens. Perhaps later teens, little problem. Parents should either go to sleep the same time or after the children go to bed. Noting first that children learn best by observation. Many parents set a poor example for their children either by going to bed long before they do or by going to bed way too late at night. One of the best gifts a parent can give a child is that of discipline. Bedtime discipline is a lifelong gift the child will unwrap throughout his or her life. Also, most parents are not aware what takes place after they would have gone to sleep. So why are you going to sleep and leaving them up? They instruct their little ones to go to bed, but not to follow through to make sure they go to bed. So all kinds of things happen and they're not even aware about, about it. When children realize that they have this open-minded or open-ended freedom in their own homes after dark, they can become disobedient, disrespectful, and even confused. Parents must realize that for children ages 3 to 19, to have optimum health, they need more than 9.2 to 16 hours of sleep a day. A little child, three years old, 16 hours. A teenager, 9.2 hours at least. Parents are, are to provide the discipline environment to ensure that this happens. Therefore, 
They must set a time to go to bed for each age group. Here are my suggested times to go to bed. Ages 0 to age 3. They must have 14 hours of sleep a day at least, okay? Bedtime is 6 p.m. For ages 4 to 10, they have 14 to 12 hours of sleep each night. Bedtime, 7 p.m. Ages 11 to 18, they need 10 to 12 hours of sleep now. A minimum of 9.2, but ideally 10 to 12. Bedtime, 7.30 or 8 p.m. <laughs> I know some people are chuckling right now. Remember, only adults, only adults can live healthy with 8 hours of sleep a night. Not children, not teenagers. Secondly, everyone needs at least 4 to 5 continuous hours of sleep each night for optimum health. You get up, you go to the bathroom to pee, go back to sleep right away. That's okay once a night, but you need at least 5 hours, 4 to 5 hours uninterrupted sleep. Here is stupid thing number 7. Stupid thing number 7 parents do to mess up their children's lives. That is... Not creating a schedule of chores for everyone in the house. As mentioned in stupid thing number three last time, not setting boundaries from birth, children thrive best when there is structure in the home. How can children develop a spirit of cooperation, accountability, reliability, and industriousness if parents do not require them to participate in household chores? Children have to take part in making sure the environment they are living in is well managed. The best time to start this is from their early years. Even one-year-old child can learn how to hold a broom and sweep, although they cannot do it perfectly. So no criticism there. Neglecting to include the children in taking care of the home can develop laziness, irresponsibility, and a spirit of entitlement. On the other hand, children are not to be used as slaves, doing all the work while parents sleep or do nothing. Children learn best by observing what others do. What chores should the children participate in? This might depend on the kind of chores and the age of a child. However, with a little creativity, most chores can include children of all ages. For example, a parent can include a one-year-old in washing the dishes by having the child assist the parent. With no criticism, even if the child cannot wash or scrub, the, ch the, the child can be asked to hold or move something or just play in the water. This will be the beginning of learning that all activities or chores in the home are the responsibility of everyone. Before signing chores, parents should first make a list of household chores. Note that the cleaning of a child's bedroom is not on the list. The child should be taught that making up his own bed and cleaning of the bedroom is one is one of his or her daily responsibility, not anyone else. However, for little children, the parents would need to take time to teach the child what to do and to assist the child for a few years. Include on the list of chores all the areas in the home that are used by everyone. This may include the kitchen, which can be divided in different tasks like washing the dishes, dumping the trash, and general cleaning. Then you have the family room, the living room, the general bathroom, the garage, the porch, the backyard, the front yard, utility, storage areas, etc., etc. Persons can be assigned to clean each area on a week, once a week, or the, for the entire week, or a day or a few days. Note again that although parents are the overall supervisors, 
Their names must also be on the list of the chores. They must participate. This has been your Daily Relationship Nugget. I'm Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart. <laughs>